Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're going to be taking a look at a passage of scripture in Isaiah 55, where it says that God did not create the world, did not create the earth to be empty, but he intended it for it to be inhabited, to be filled. And we're in this time right near, right now, where we just passed through the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur, which is a reminder for us of the closing of the year. Things have come full circle. It's like the major deadline on the year where things come full circle. We get some closure on things. And God wants to, to take us into some new things. He wants to begin to transition us into some new things. And we're a couple of days away from the Feast of Tabernacles that's getting ready to start here. And it's a reminder for us as we move on to Tabernacles on October 9th of 2022. That God wants to fill us. So we're going to take a look at a couple of scriptures today. So let's get started with our prayer, our daily prayer that we use, and then we'll go through our filters, and then we'll have our time of communion. So Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all, who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to, be, to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders. And keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in step with him, to filter my decision making. Give me some nudges back on track just in case I ever drift off track. And I like to start with the big picture vision. And for me personally, that's a building abundant life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago. When Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my whole life, 
It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and systems and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And my relationship with him began to grow. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. We would make him the center. We make him the source. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to walk in his way of doing things. We learn how to walk in the light, in faith and love and forgiveness and humility, doing things his way. And I just began to document what he was taking me through and the things that I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and something, to be honest, better than I could have ever imagined. And now partners, which is so, so valuable to me, people doing this together. And our goal is to build abundant life blueprints or abundant life training centers around these blueprints. Where communities of people are doing this together, thriving together, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then our yearly filter. This year in 2022, we've been focused on the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. It's got everything we need, this pipeline of living water that God put on the inside of us. And it's available to flow through us today. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in this, how to possess this, how to hold fast to this by filling up the basket of praise. We've got two options. I like to think of two baskets on a balancing scale. We could fill up the basket full of the issues and problems with venting and complaining and pouting. Or we could fill up the basket of praise, praising God for who he is, praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ, praising him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. And as we praise him, it helps us to possess that land. It also helps us to hold fast to it and keep those breakthroughs that he's given us. Because sometimes we lose track of them. And then this month in October of 2022, we've been focused on understanding the times. In First Chronicles chapter 12, it says that the people of Issachar, and Issachar, that name means reward. The people of Issachar, who were the reward, they understood the times. And because of that, they knew what was best for Israel to do. They knew the best course of action to take. And one of the lessons God has taught me, and it's in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, is that first we have to develop understanding. we got to develop understanding. What do we need to understand? We need to understand God's grace. We need to understand what God is up to in the invisible world. And then we can see it with the eyes of faith. And when we understand his timing, it helps us to persevere. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, I believe, that Moses persevered because he saw him who is invisible. It helps us to persevere. It helps us to know. Once we understand, it helps us to know, to know exactly what to do, the best course of action to take. And then this week, we had just passed through the Day of Atonement, which was like the closing of the year, the major deadline for the year. It was the one day of the year when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the people for the year. And so it was considered the holiest day of the year in the Jewish culture. That's symbolic for us that Jesus is our faithful high priest. A time to remember that. He wants to give us some closure on those things in the past, to not dwell on those things anymore.
to move on to the new things that he's doing in this invisible realm. And we're a couple days away from the Feast of Tabernacles, which is like a seven-day harvest festival. It's a time to rejoice, and it's a time to remember. God intends to fill it. In the Old Testament, when the temples were completed, they had to move in all the furnishings first. So I want you to think about, we had the closing of the year. Imagine you were closing on a house. You're buying a house and the closing is happening. Well, after you close on it, it's yours. You're going to begin to move your stuff in. And then you're going to go in, you're going to begin to move in. You're going to begin to fill it. And God wants to do the same thing on the inside of us. He wants to furnish us for every good work. And he wants to fill us with his presence, with his power, with his joy, with his peace. He did not create the, the earth or us to be empty, to be filled with him. Let's take a look at these scriptures today. Isaiah 45, verse 18 says, for this is what the Lord says. He who created the heavens, he is God. He who fashioned and made the earth, he founded it. He did not create it to be empty, but formed it to be inhabited, to be filled. He says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. And one of the, the scriptures that we talked about earlier this week on the Day of Atonement was Jesus going through the, the temptations in the wilderness. About how man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, that God sustains us. And prior to Jesus going through those temptations, it says he was filled with the Spirit, but then he was led with the, led by the Spirit into the wilderness. But after he goes through those three temptations, it says this in Luke 4.14, Then Jesus filled with the power of the Spirit. He wasn't empty. He was filled with the power of the Spirit. He returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. Jesus went through the temptations. We said earlier that as we go, as we approach that day of atonement, it's often a time of great pressure. Anytime you approach a deadline, pressure typically increases. You might have been going through some tests and some trials and those types of things. And now God wants to transition us. He would fill us with the power of the Spirit as we come out of that time on a new level. As Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful to have you with us, that you did not create us to be empty, but to be filled with you and the power of the Spirit. And we're asking that today, for that today, that you would fill us with the power of your Spirit. Just like Jesus was. We thank you for that. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember, God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own, separated from him forever. But he chose the way of love. And if he would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. We could be filled with the power of the Spirit. And God raised him up from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. 
And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him, made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with him, our oneness and being united with him. A time to remember that, a time to honor that, a time to celebrate that. That we get to walk out this life connected to God. Not an empty life, but filled with the power of the Spirit. I said, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. He's promised to be with us and for us, working for our good. Even when we feel like we've missed it, he's still working for our good. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right. So as we move on to the Feast of Tabernacles, the typical tradition is a harvest festival. People were told to build huts or like little tents that they stay in. It's a time to remember God is tabernacling with us. And the typical tradition is to eat stuffed foods. Things like stuffed peppers, stuffed uh, cabbage leaves, things with filling on the inside of them. As a way of remembering, God is filling us with the power of the Spirit. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com. <laughs>